I'm, I'm very well. Thank you for asking and thank you for booking. You're welcome. Um, interested to hear what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, it's different. So, um, so I'm just glad that it was uh, well received and I am excited to dive into your reading today. Yeah, so you're, you're RTT as well, yeah? Um, not quite. So I was, I did sign up for it back in uh, late 2019, but I decided to just do like standard hypnosis. So I am a certified professional hypnotist, Okay. but I didn't go through the RTT program. <laughs> okay, because who somebody posted it then in the community. That's how I found out about it about you somebody mentioned it in the rtt forum oh yeah yeah i because i'm still in the rtt group because i was in it ah. i was in it but i didn't finish yeah okay okay <laughs> okay so there you go so that's how i came across you yeah um great so i um uh, well let me go ahead and share my screen actually so you can see, see your chart Oops. It's hiding behind here. Oh, here it is. Where are you ringing from today? I'm sorry, where am I? Where are you ringing from? Oh, Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what about you? Uh, Dublin, Dublin, Ireland. Oh, okay, yeah. So you were born there and, and you're still there. <laughs> I'm still there. I, I was living away. I, I came back um, uh, August. So I'm back, what, nine months, I guess. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, close close to nine months yeah yeah so I was away for six years oh okay yeah. cool um well I know you wanted to know about uh, a little bit about your family situation and you said you have a deep longing for um, expanding your family yeah yeah though it's funny I am and then it was I was uh, I was with my uh, I was with a guy today for total body modification a guy that I, I use and I was asking me and I it, to be honest it, it, yes I do um and but it's been three years now and so I'm kind of yeah getting mm -hmm. uh no I would say yeah I'm letting go oh good good yeah. okay um well you know I just want to preface the your reading with um just letting you know that the birth charts are it's like a snapshot of the cosmos when at the very moment you were born so we aren't always able to do like fortune telling or kind of like foresee the future um, but we can tell like how you would fare in certain situations just based on the placements of the certain uh, planets in your chart like where your placements fall but you know I really can't say like you know sometimes people ask like if they're gonna get married or if they have children we really can't give definite answers hmm. for those type questions um, but one thing I noticed with your chart is you're a triple actually quadruple Aquarius so okay. um, we would call that a stellium it's when you have three or more planets in one house or three or more planets in one sign okay so your Sun moon rising and it looks like your Mars is all in Aquarius so a lot of air energy um, and air symbolizes or it correlates to like the mental space so I feel like pretty much everything in your chart is always going to be kind of accompanied with like a really deep intellectual energy mm -hmm. um, I feel like you do think a lot you do process a lot and you do um, you're gonna have like an analytical like approach mm -hmm. to most things yeah. um, because of that heavy air in your in your chart um, now one aspect of the chart that we look at to identify some wounds that your soul might be carrying is the Chiron 
And it's this little symbol, where is he? Oh, right here, down here, sorry. <laughs> it's this yeah. little uh, symbol with a circle and a K, up. looks like a little circle with a K on top of it. Yeah. Um, it's in the sign of Taurus in your second house. So what Chiron is basically is it tells us like where your soul is wounded from in previous lives. So in this human experience, it oftentimes shows up as like subconscious beliefs since that, you know, it's not necessarily linked to something that has happened to you in this lifetime, but it does affect like your life right now. Yeah. And it's funny, it's something I haven't done yet in RTT is like um, past life regression. Oh yeah. 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 I've never done that, but um, have you, do you find that helpful? I haven't done it. No, oh, I haven't. Um, I, I, uh, I haven't done it yet. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I mean, one of the girls did try it on me, but I didn't, nothing happened mm-hmm. um, in that I didn't go back to anything, any past life. <laughs> so yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, what I take from your Chiron placement in Taurus is that, you know, mm-hmm. in previous lives, excuse me, you're, you might've experienced like a lot of um, lack of money or just a lack of consistent material and physical possessions so okay. getting basically you know you lived in poverty um, because the second house is all about how you make money and it's like where you place your value in the material world so like your home your property of course your money things mm-hmm. like that um, and, okay. and it's also in the sign of Taurus which is Taurus is naturally placed in the second house and it's ruled by Venus and Venus is a planet that really wants you to um, enjoy the fruits of your labor. It's earth and air energy in Venus. And okay. not only is it just beauty and love, a lot of people associate Venus with love and elegance and beauty. It is that, but Venusian energy is also about, um, being prosperous. So okay. a wound in that sign in that house would mean that, um, yeah, like you just, so I feel like subconsciously you, you might feel like you don't have enough now, um, even though you might be successful and you know your career is going well and you don't really lack anything in this human experience. I feel like that might always be kind of an underlying issue though. Like you may feel like you just aren't getting enough in, um, in response to what you're putting out, right? Like you're not rewarded enough. Okay. Um, do, does that resonate? Um, so it's funny before I moved to, um, so I lived in the middle East for Mm -hmm. six years and before then I just, I I never had any money. Oh, really? No, I was constantly looking at my bank balance Mm -hmm. and kind of managing money. And then when I was over there, I loved the idea of, I used to get paid and because there was no tax, I never really had to watch my bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah. And I, I really liked it. I, I absolutely loved that feeling since I've come home, I suppose being away has allowed us to be more, more comfortable, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't, but I do, I do shop. I love shopping. Yeah. I like material things. Well, it's interesting because most of your second house is actually in the sign of Aries. It just so happens that your Chiron is placed in, in the Taurus sign right there. But most of the second house is in Aries. That's a fire sign. That's all about passion and Aries. I feel like, you know, they are the go-getter. They like to lead. They like to take initiative. But like you said, they also do like flashy things. They don't mind being the center of attention. So 
um, that makes sense that you would like to shop in. <laughs> well, it's funny. I don't like being the center of attention. Uh, oh, so why do you shop so much then? Do you just like having new things all of the time? I like and... having new things. I like shop. I like yeah. to shop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I think I and I and I think you know when I light shop when I was in Qatar I you know spending um uh you know I suppose I I started to have material things I started to like having material things because I never had them before. Mm-hmm. And I oh. had the money for them. Do you know that that was the kind of thing that was going on there? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Interesting. Okay. Um now I know the second thing that I want to look at is your moon and you know, you mentioned a little bit in the, uh, in the calendar note section that you were trying to conceive and I'm sorry, did you say you had a miscarriage three years ago? No, uh, termination. Okay. But you're trying to conceive now after the termination. Okay. But you said you're currently letting go of that, but you just feel like it was attached to you. Like the feelings of wanting it was attached to you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because one aspect, another aspect that we look at um, in these birth charts is your moon sign. And your moon is an Aquarius, just like your sun sign and your rising sign um, in the first house. But what the moon indicates is like ancestral wounds. So the Chiron is like your soul's wounds from previous lives, but the moon represents um, ancestral wounds. So think of like your your parents, maybe their parents, if you knew them. aunts and uncles and maybe your siblings. So I, I consider this to be like a soul cluster. Okay. Just like your family of origin and any challenges and hardships they had that may have just, you know, the energies obviously are going to affect you in your life. So mm-hmm. with the moon and Aquarius in the first house, I picked up on like just general identity issues within your family or like putting on false appearances and trying to people please um, and being overly concerned with like people's opinions, but kind of in the in a greater collective. So I'm thinking of like to outside, like to like neighbors or people in other communities because Aquarius is about um, like, it's the humanitarian sign. So it cares mm-hmm. about the collective, but a moon there, it's like the wound is in the shadow side of Aquarius. Right. So, you know what I mean? So the shadow side of an Aquarius, it would be like too overly concerned with the collective. And I'm picking up on that a little bit in your family. Does that resonate? Okay. So I would say resonate, it probably resonates in terms of family, but direct like siblings. Okay. You know, so I would, we were, were close, close, but we don't, but I would like, let's say, for example, doing RTT, like I, uh, I probably don't care as much about what they think, but I didn't tell anyone I was going on training because I was worried about (laughs) what what they would think. And I told them when I got qualified. And how um, my mom and dad didn't message. Uh-huh. They, I think they didn't know what was going on. They didn't know what it was because they couldn't believe that I was doing something. I didn't tell them. Uh-huh. And then my other brothers, um, they kind of said, yeah, congratulations. But they've never inquired about it. They don't know. They've no interest in what I do. My dad has no interest really too much on what I do. Doesn't really question mm-hmm. it. You know, if somebody had, you know, what are you doing? They've no interest that's yeah. they have no interest in what I do. Yeah, that's interesting. So it's not exactly toxic, but it's just like kind of removed. It's very um Yeah, like aloof. I'm doing something now. Yeah. And so I yeah, it's 
they, they're not really that interested. They would never say, oh, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you working on now? What have you treated? How's success going? They just don't care, really. Hmm. Or that's not that they don't care, but they it just, it, it would appear like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, they're, yeah, they're not reaching out and expressing interest. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah but at the same time, like my dad, and then on the other side, would he's big into photography and he would get extremely upset that I wouldn't. Sometimes I'm too I'm busy and I don't show an immediate interest. And if I don't show an immediate interest, he's upset. Mm-hmm. But yet wouldn't be interested necessarily or show interest in what I'm doing. Hmm. So that kind of stuff is going on. Definitely. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I definitely see that as a little bit dysfunctional, but the interesting thing about this placement though, is that it's in the same house as your sun, your Mars and your Mercury. So I think that that is actually a very beautiful placement and it works in your favor because that indicates that you would be able to like really transmute that, that those experiences, right? Like I feel like it's not really holding you back in any way because you have your sun there and Aquarius and your Mars and your Mercury. But what Mars is all about is, it's the planet that helps you stay motivated. It's what help. It's what basically determines how you're motivated. Mm-hmm. So, your Mars and Aquarius. I feel like you're motivated with humanitarian efforts or with group efforts or any type of like team uh, focused endeavor. Mm-hmm. Um, Aquarius is like the team player of the zodiac. So I feel like if you you know, were asked to come on board on a certain initiative and it really resonated with you or you're really passionate about it, I feel like your Mars would definitely be activated and that moon energy would be kind of dimmed down. And then your Mercury, the planet that rules communication and also like your self-expression. So how you assert yourself, um, your own personal mission statements and like Mm -hmm. how you set boundaries. It's also in the first house in Aquarius. So it's like, I feel like you are always going to um, be unafraid of speaking up for what you believe in. Um, and, and really, I feel like the thing with Aquarius, like Mercury and Aquarius, it's also going to be very fair and, um, logical and, and kind of practical. So it's like, you're, you're not going to like fly off at the mouth and like, just say something that you don't mean. I feel like it's very meaningful. Like when you want to convey something that, um, that's important to you, you would choose language or choose to talk about it in a way that's going to, um, you know, really inspire people or just let people know that it is something important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I feel like, yes, you do have an ancestral wound in the first house in Aquarius, but you also have a lot of uh, other amazing energy that would counteract that. So okay. um, now, would you say that you're a highly spiritual person or somewhat um, psychic or into oh. that kind of thing? Um, so I would say spiritual. Yeah. I ask because you also have Pisces in the first house. So you have two signs in your first house. Pisces is ruled by Neptune. That's the planet of illusions and dreams and spirituality and things like that. And you have it in your first house. So the first house, I don't think I mentioned this, it's all about um, your self identity, like how you project your image out into society and also how others perceive you. So having Pisces in your first house, I just thought that that might be kind of a part of your personality or like what you're into, but, um, but you did say spirituality. So. Yeah, I would say spiritual for sure. Um, like, yeah, sometimes I can feel it just there or it's just, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, now 
Oh, you know what? I, I overlooked one thing about the moon. So, and it goes back to your family situation. And you said you had this longing for wanting to conceive another child. And I, I didn't, um, I didn't make notes about this, but it actually just came to me as I was talking through everything. Do you think that like, because of the way your family communicates with you and like, they don't really show a lot of interest. Do you think that that has something to do with your feelings about the pregnancies? Yeah. I mean, so I know from RTT, um, I never really under, so before this, I didn't really understand why it happened because mm -hmm. it, it, it was a little bit out of character for me. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, when I actually went into RTT, it all went back to my family. Oh, really? Right? So, yeah. I made decisions based on beliefs I had, which I created obviously when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And so it was a trigger. It triggered something mm -hmm. and it sent me into on a completely different path, um, than I even expected myself. And so, yeah, it's definitely family related. Mm -hmm. And do they know about your situation? No. No? Okay. okay. No. No. But I, I mean, I, I, I think I've just acknowledged that I understand why it happened. I didn't ever, I suppose that's the thing. I could never understand why I decide, decided to do what I did, right? Mm -hmm. um, but uh I understand now. So yeah, it's been easier to let it. I mean, I've had to do a lot of work on myself even to release it because obviously there's the point in time where you're happy about the decision and then obviously have the regret. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I can understand that. Um, and there was something else you said in the uh, note section in the calendar about something being like it's attached to you. So I don't, I'm not picking up well, just based on your birth chart, of course, I'm not picking up on things being attached to you. I'm picking up on you letting it kind of control your thoughts. And that goes yeah. back to like this earth, I mean, not earth, this air energy that you have. Yeah, um, it's probably more than controlling myself. But I suppose when I say it's attached to me is that sometimes I wish the, I suppose it's consumed me mm -hmm. and attached that I have to have this. Okay. Now, I've in the last couple of weeks something shifted, and I don't feel I necessarily have to have it anymore. Um, it's it's this has been a release. Now I've had an RTT session recently as well, so I think that some of that has helped. But yes, uh, there it's the longing mm -hmm. um, that I have to have this, and but I don't know. I know I don't have to have it now, so it's it, there is a, a certain release mm -hmm. happening at the moment. Got it. Now you already have children, correct? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, another aspect that I'm looking at in your chart as it relates to family is your fourth house. Mm -hmm. The fourth house is all about your home life, family, the foundation, and you have it in, there's no planets here, but you have it in the sign of Gemini and that's also an air sign. And the thing with Gemini is it, it likes multiple projects or to be like always busy. So is that something that, is that how you are in your home life? Do you feel like you just need to always be helping people? <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, I'd say, you know, I, I probably wouldn't describe myself, but I'm sure if you asked a friend, they would describe me like that. Okay. Um, like even just with RTT, I, since I graduated, I 
I've been seeing clients every week. I've been working a 40 hour week full time, not with RT, like 40 hour job plus RTT, set up my business, just keeping going. And everyone's like, how are you doing it? How you see, you know, my husband wasn't around either for some of that. So oh, I was really? a single mom and did all of that. And they were like, how are you doing it now? Like, oh, just, I don't know. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, there is an element of that. But um, yeah, I suppose there are times I do like my giant downtime too, though, but I don't seem to get much of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably because I'm keeping myself busy with lots of projects. Yeah, that's, that's definitely what's indicated in your chart. But, you know, everybody wants downtime, so. But, yeah. <laughs> but I would just yeah. Gemini kind of values always being busy. So mm. yeah. Okay. Next up, I want to talk about your true node. It's this symbol uh, right here. And mm-hmm. um, it's also referred to as the North node. So you may hear it as that as well. But um, the true node is what represents the challenges your soul is meant to overcome in this human experience. So you can really ascend to your greatest self or carry out your life's purpose in this lifetime. And with you having your true note in the seventh house in mm. the sign of Virgo, um, I came to several conclusions and that's one that your soul is here to actually heal itself from previous wounds. Um, Virgo, it's an earth sign, um, very practical, very, um, I want to say they're like very structured, you know, Virgo energy is like, they're going to do everything in order and follow the rules, but a really beautiful aspect of Virgo energy is that it's healing energy. Um, It really is a sign that will go inward to find resolutions within oneself and to really reflect and, you know, not always rely on like the resources without, you know, externally, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you having a true note there means that, you know, that doesn't really come to you as easily. Um, There's going to be some work required for you to get to that space. Um, now the good thing is, is to kind of transmute or balance these true node energies as we look at something called your South node, and it's literally the opposite of where your true node sits. So we just look 180 degrees opposite of that sign and the opposite of Virgo is, um, Pisces. So, um, but it looks like your seventh house has two, two signs, just like how your first house has two signs. So, um, Actually, your south node sits in Pisces and Aquarius. Your true node sits in Virgo, but your seventh house has Virgo and Leo, if that makes sense. So your south node kind of has um, the two energies of Aquarius and Pisces. So what you do well, again, is um, like we mentioned before, is you really do work with well with others as long as there's some type of like meaningful outcome. Um, something that's for the greater good and you do really well with helping others heal. I'm picking that up. I'm picking up like you having a lot of healing energy um, to go outward, but you don't really do it for yourself. Okay. Um, and that's kind of what. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. So with RTT, I'm having great success with lots of my clients. Mm-hmm. And then with myself, I would say that I haven't, I haven't achieved all of what I want to achieve yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's usually the irony with people who have really strong healing gifts is that we just, we don't, we can't do it for ourselves or, or even with others try. It's like we, you know, we really struggle in those areas, but we're very powerful when it comes to helping others. Mm. So, you know, your soul is, is really, really powerful. It's beautiful in that, you know, I think a part of your life purpose actually is to help others. But again, 
for your soul to carry out its purpose, it's going to have to learn how to go within. It's going to have to um, really quiet itself. Um, mm -hmm. Again, Virgo's like, it's like kind of low key. That's, I think of it just being kind of behind the scenes. Um, let me see. I'm looking at my notes. Okay. Two really great things about this seventh house though, where your true note sits. First off, it's the house about, um, that governs relationships, partnerships. Mm -hmm. So your marriage and really, um, relationships that are very close to you. Um, you having Leo and Virgo here, I think is very beneficial. Leo energy is uh, very magnetic. It's warm. Um, it's Leo is ruled by the sun. So I feel like your relationships are very like fruitful and prosperous, um, especially with you having Jupiter right here. Jupiter is all about expansion. So having Jupiter in your seventh house in Leo, I think that means that, you know, people are kind of drawn to you. They just see something special about you and they, they want to be like your friend. They want to be close to you. Um, and then having your Saturn here as well, a little bittersweet. I think Saturn energy is, it can be like a saving grace or kind of like your nightmare because what Saturn wants you to do is it's going to like remind you of your limitations. And if you kind of step out of your life, your soul's purpose, Saturn presents challenges or like hardships for you to overcome, but it's to get you to get back in place, right? It's, okay. it's always like to give you like that soul lesson or like karmic lesson. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think with your, with it sitting right next to your true node, I think if you continue to do things to help yourself heal, um, I think that's what's going to make Saturn really happy. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and just kind of help you go forward in this human experience as far as you are meant to go. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's what I get with your, your true node. Um, other and, things I might, and I actually have, you know, when you say help, uh, help yourself heal with the guy I was with today, who a friend and I, I've been friend on a, I suppose my, my uh, therapist as well was saying ex very similar, you know, make yeah. the time for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it might take a little bit of time, but again, I think, you know, with that placement, with it being right in the same house with Leo, I think it's like, you're going to have the support needed. You know, that Leo energy is really going to help you, mm. um, help you feel comfortable going within, you know? Mm. Um, so what else do I see here? Okay. So the ninth house is all about leadership and how you guide others. So you have your Uranus here. Uranus is the planet of, um, so it rules Aquarius. So it is about humanitarian uh, efforts, um, unconventional things. It's really kind of like the black sheep of all the planets. Um, visionary and like forward focus um, type of ventures. That's what Uranus is about. But you having it in Scorpio, I think that's really going to like drive you deeper. Scorpio energy is all about like below the surface. Um, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, um, which is all about death and rebirth or transformation. Right. Um, I like to refer to it as endings and beginnings, though. <laughs> That's a little less scary than death and rebirth. But um, yeah, it's just honoring, like when things are over, you let it go and you step into something new. That's Scorpio energy for me. Okay. Um, so I think with the way you lead or the way you're going to like guide others is to kind of like um, create a safe space. What I'm getting is like create a safe space for the people you help or the people 
um, you present to for going like below the surface or like diving into their own subconscious, which you do right with RTT a little bit. So I think you're definitely in alignment with this energy as far as doing your RTT. Um, yeah, definitely in alignment because another aspect that I'm picking up on is your Midhaven. The Midhaven, mm -hmm. it's not a planet or a sign, but it's what indicates what kind of career you would do really well in in this human experience. Mm -hmm. And it's your Midhaven is in the sign of Sagittarius. So um, Sag energy, fire, passionate, um, an explorer definitely likes to kind of go and seek out new things, but it's all about expansion. Um, all about, you know, seeking out things that's going to like, it's for the betterment of oneself and even for others too, because Sag energy is also about teaching. So I think your ninth and 10th house placements um, work really well with what you're doing currently in your RTT. And, um, and yeah, and I think it's also, how long have you been doing RTT? Like, have, do you find it to be very like, lucrative? Yeah, so I, so I'm graduated. Uh, I got my therapist cert in June last year. Okay. So I've been seeing clients. To be honest, I haven't really pushed it, Karen, uh, because I've been working. I was meant to give up in June full time and then go full time with RTT. Mm -hmm. um, and I haven't really pushed it, um, and I'm getting clients. Um, so I kind of feel that if I, if I actually pushed it and marketed it, I'd probably do okay. Mm -hmm. um, I've been very lucky. The guy I suppose that I was with today who does total body modification, he is a clinic and he is, but he's, um, he's a healer. Um, and obviously he has faith in me and he's, so mm -hmm. he's seen something and he's backing me kind of. Um, so I'm working out of his clinic. Okay. And to keep referring clients, but I also get referrals from just word of mouth and oh, awesome! Website. People just look me up, but there's not that many therapists in Ireland, and I suppose it comes down to if there's not that many, and you're scrolling through and you're you're looking, obviously people see something in my story or me, and I don't know, I'm just attracting mm -hmm. whatever it is that they see, you know. Yeah. Um. So you know, it's go, it's going okay. I, I think if, uh, if I gave up work, I could make it work. Um, but, uh, yeah, at the moment, just the way my husband's just started a new job. So we're kind of in a bit of a, with COVID, we're trying to mm -hmm. wait to see if that secures first before I give up mine. Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, yeah. no, it is. I, I, I have to say I do. I, I think there's an opportunity there for sure. Oh, but yeah. I, love it. I, I love it. I, I just, I, I really enjoy it. It's something mm -hmm. I love. Yeah. I definitely see it being um, something that's really in alignment with your, um, not just your sole purpose, but also with your um, placements for your career, which is the 10th house. And then also how you show up as a leader, which is ninth house. Um, you know, another thing I tell people with these birth charts is that everyone's given free will. So just because something may be indicated in the chart, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're currently doing that. So I always kind of preface that in case like something is kind of opposite of what someone's doing. It doesn't mean you're wrong or like, you know, failing or anything like that. It's just, um, it's just, we're going yeah. off of like what your chart is indicating, but I feel like this is really in alignment with like therapy and RTT and just helping people kind of get into their own like shadow. Um, that's another thing I'm getting is like shadow work. Um, so if any, if you work with anybody that has like addictions 
or they're having trouble like tapping into certain part of themselves. So like their sexuality or like intimacy issues, I'm getting that that may be um, a really great um, aspect that you can add to your service if it, services if you have not already. So um, it's interesting that you mentioned addiction. I have, I've had one client, one, uh, one addiction client and she keeps coming back to me because she feels drawn. She feel I, I haven't, I've had three sessions with her, Karen, and I cannot, I just, I, I really want to help her. And she's so desperate for change and she keeps coming back. And sometimes I go, why is she, I, I haven't been like, obviously there's something that I'm doing is helping her without yeah. a doubt. She, she's been my toughest client in the whole year really? and everyone else has had change. She's had change, but she regresses and oh. I can't get to the bottom of it. I have done everything. I've done all, I've done the whole workbook. I've done even new stuff that I've read on. And I can't, I can't crack her, but she keeps coming back. Interesting. And, uh, <laughs> but she trusts me. There's something in her that's just coming back. She trusts me. Um, and she knows there's something, a little something that she's missing and she just needs to crack. And she, she does, she doesn't blame me. You know, she yeah. doesn't say, oh, you're not doing a good job. Mm -hmm. She thinks I'm doing a great job. She says, it's just something. And I, I can't flip and figure it out, you know, <laughs> so it's hard. So it's interesting that you just mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, that, cause that's definitely, I would say related to the Scorpio energy you have in your ninth house. Um, when you said she can't really like get to the bottom of it, I feel like that's what a Scorpio wants. <laughs> Scorpio wants to get to the bottom of everything. So another thing about these placements is it's sometimes not, it's not only your own energy. It's like the energies of people you attract. So, you know, like you just described it perfectly, you know, your ninth house has Uranus and Scorpio. And I feel like the woman you just described, like kind of embodies that energy as far as far as it relates to like her um, wanting to overcome a certain issue. So that's yeah. another aspect of it as well. Um, but can, it can relate to me as well, Karen. So like one of the things I would find is that I, I'm, when I want to get to the bottom of something, I just keep going until I get an answer or mm -hmm. I'll be open to other therapies I'll keep trying a different therapy different therapy and eventually it's funny over the years I've tried different therapies mm -hmm. um years and years since probably since I've eight the age of 18 I started homeopathy when I was 18 and that was kind of the start of me into alternatives and I've tried so many different things and eventually it took until I was 40 mm -hmm. to hit on RTT wow 22 years yeah it's been a journey <laughs> yeah but that's amazing though. But yeah, I definitely think that's your energy as well. Um, but again, another amazing like attribute to have for an RTT specialist, you know? Hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely think you have beautiful placements and, um, you know, as long as you continue to put yourself work on putting yourself first and, um, giving yourself like the space you need. So really quick before we wrap up, one last thing I noticed is your sixth house being in the sign of cancer. And I think that really the, the sixth house is all about health and wellness. So you having your sixth house in cancer, that's like the mama bear of the Zodiac. It's very nurturing and caring. Um, cancer is very okay with being vulnerable. I think, um, you know, as you continue to heal and, um, you know, overcome certain issues, I think just being very, very gentle with yourself, 
um, which I think you're doing, you know, based on what you said and finding people who are going to be very um, empathetic towards you is also going to help you tap into some of that true node energy, the challenges that you're here to overcome um, because you have a sixth house in cancer. And um, yeah, so that just means it, what it's implying is that any type of issues that come up with like your physical health or mental, any kind of health and wellness that it's just really going to need, it's going to, um, those issues are going to require you to be very gentle and patient with yourself. Okay. Um, and just, you know, don't really push yourself too much, but I didn't, I don't get that from our conversation. I'm just, I'm just highlighting that. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm going to wrap it up here unless you have any final questions. No, I think it's been, it's been very interesting. I should have taken some notes. And yeah. Well, no problem. Um, I'm actually recording right now, so um, I can send you the recording. Yeah. 